From the New England Power of Ten Diz Meet in Ludlow, Massachusetts, you're listening to a special edition of the Diz Unplugged. September 19, 2012. I'm your host, Pete Warner, joined this week by my good friend, Sean Thompson, <laughs> Matthew Worling, <laughs> Julie Martin, <laughs> Louise Ackles, <laughs> Dustin West, <laughs> and Corey Martin. This week, we're going to talk about what's happening in the news, including Disney's decision to serve alcohol at the Magic Kingdom. You guys want to rant? You're going to get one. We are going to have a special Massachusetts. We're going to have a special Massachusetts edition of our rapid fire segment, and we're going to take questions from our live audience here at the Lusitano Club in Ludlow, Massachusetts. I had a remember that. Coming up on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Welcome to the show, everybody. It is so great to be here. And before we get started with uh, housekeeping, um, I just want to say, as the founder of the Diz and the person that has been here for every minute of its 15 years, I have been to so many meets and events that have formed on the site and formed from the community on the site. I'm gonna tell you, this tops anything I have seen before. These people deserve a standing ovation. Just when I think I have seen um, this community at its best, you get to experience something like these last few days. And the amount of work that has gone into it is obvious, but the amount of effort that it has taken to pull all this off so seamlessly. These people just served 160 breakfasts <laughs> to us, and they did it, they did it from my perspective anyway, without breaking a sweat. And, and just the whole thing, their hospitality, their, their ingenuity, their creativity, and the, the pure passion they put into this is humbling to me. So again, thank you. Thank you very much. We're gonna talk a little bit about our experiences uh, here this weekend in a little bit, but we have some other things uh, that we need to talk about in housekeeping first. I uh, want to remind everyone, send us your emails about, or your voicemails about what you are afraid to do or have not done at Walt Disney World. Now, we've been asking for that for the last couple of weeks because in the next month or so, depending on when I get around to doing it, I am going to go do all the things at Disney World that I have been afraid of or have never done. Swim in the lakes. <laughs> He wants my job. Somebody send that. Here, here's an amoeba. Um, 
No, I'm, 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 I'm gearing up to do Mission Space, which I have never done before. Pete, that's something I'm super afraid of. Well, then you're coming with me. Um, After the sip and snack. Yeah, really. <laughs> a rock and roller coaster I've never done. You're going to do that? I'm going to do it. I'm going to oh do God. it. Um, but we want to talk. I, I tell you, we've gotten some really interesting emails yeah. uh, from people about uh, uh, things that they haven't done or that they're afraid to do. It's, it's, I think it's going to be a really cool segment. Um, we also want to remind everyone uh, to please go to our review area on the Diz, reviews.wdwinfo.com. Rate your favorite ride shows, attractions, hotels, and whatever else we have in there. And uh, we're going to go back to picking random winners each month from people that leave reviews for a shot at the Prismatron. So we still have not given away, we still have not given away that Adventures by Disney trip. It's still in there. So you want a shot at winning it? You want to just go start reviewing stuff? So we need to get some more reviews uh, in there. Um, also, I'm sure Corey's going to talk about this. Corey and Julie, Ferris's Buddy Walk coming up the 13th of 13th. October. Yes. And uh, how much have you raised so far? Um, we don't have the total from today, but... No, I yeah. do. Oh, you do? Yes, I do. Sean, okay. Of course she does. <laughs> we, were, we were approaching um, $5,000 before today. Yeah. Um, I have to say, it's truly overwhelming what you guys did for us today. Um, we raised $549. Wow. <laughs> generosity and supporting our little buddy. Yeah. And people can donate to up until when? Uh, up until <laughs> the, up until the week before the walk. So the walks on the 13th. So we still have uh, still have time. And if you know if you uh, donate online, also uh, you can. There's a link to it in the, in the podcast main page. There's a little banner with Ferris on it. It is Ferris on the banner. <laughs> And that's the show notes page, podcast.wdwinfo.com. Uh, the other fundraising uh, effort that has been going on starting last week, the brilliant idea from uh, <laughs> Kathy, Teresa, and Rob out at the disboards.com Welcome Center in Port Canaveral, or excuse me, Cocoa Beach, um, the Flatties. And you guys have raised already... $750. $750 raised already for Give Kids the World, and it's since Thursday. Since Thursday. And uh, that's given us a lot of ideas. I, I got to yeah. tell you, I think that is one of the most brilliant ideas I've heard in we're a long time. Have, we've had a lot of good fun with this, and I think it's. It's gonna. I think it's gonna be. Once we get going on it, we're gonna be making flatties. We're talking about little flatty animals and pets having a little. It'll be fun. There's a fine line between creative and creepy. <laughs> Pete, she can make you a flat max. Yeah, you always flat have max, max with you on your travels. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so again, all that uh, uh, on the podcast main page, podcast.wwinfo.com. Does anyone else have any housekeeping that I have not mentioned? Am I forget? I feel like I'm forgetting something. Well, I can just say, why don't you guys go check out our YouTube page if you haven't done that. Um, I've been putting up a, a lot of videos lately and there's a lot more to come. We just did a review at the Polynesian and we were out in the parks almost every single day. He uh, dragged <laughs> me through those parks. And so there's going to be a lot more videos coming up. Some things expected, some things might be surprises. So it's going to be a lot of stuff coming up. And uh, I'll tell you that uh, when, I, when I saw what he put together for that, uh, 
Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party video. I absolutely love that. He did such a great job with that. And uh, it's been getting a lot of views. Yeah. yeah. Getting, been really, really popular. So, but uh, I do want to spend some time in housekeeping talking about our experiences this, uh, this weekend. Always, always nice to come up here. Uh, we had a great time last year at this meet. Um, but anybody who was here last year and, and knows how wonderful that was knows that this was just taken to a whole nother level um, with you know three days of events basically uh, planned by these guys. Of course, I got to go to the mothership <laughs> yesterday, Yankee Candle, the factory store. <laughs> There's only one thing better than going to Yankee Candle, and that's having a nephew who works there that gets you 50% off. <laughs> so I bought $600 worth of candles for $300. <laughs> um, and then so we, the next podcast, it's gonna smell like we're at the Yankee Candle store at Pete's house. Yeah, I, the, I, I do not have obsessive compulsive disorder, because I still have, I, you know, um, I was up here last year for the meet and visited with my family and went to Yankee Candle. I still haven't burned all those candles yet. Um, so now I have to find a place to put all the, all the new ones that are being delivered. I think like four or five cartons of candles are being delivered. Um, what smells did you get? What, what oh, Lord. Lord. Honey, I can't remember this morning. I bought them all. I just... <laughs> but Dustin even... Uh, I didn't think he was going to like Yankee Candle. He liked oh, it. It he, was he, awesome. went, he went real nuts over the man sets. <laughs> the two by four, the... It smells like sawdust. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Sweat. Yeah. Oh. If you're at Yankee Motor Candle, on. there's a section that they have these face masks. I don't know if you've seen their pictures on Facebook. It's the best $5 you've ever spent. <laughs> yeah, but they're walking around the Marriott in Springfield wearing these things. <laughs> they're pretty scary. Okay, and let me ask you something about Springfield. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> Since I've got a local audience here, um, is everyone homeless? <laughs> I have been asked by more people, can I have a cigarette? In the last three days than I have in the 30 years I have been smoking. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's actually kind of sad. I mean, that town is like, uh, is anybody here from Springfield? Cigarettes are expensive I, I'm here. Anybody off? Um, he raised I'm his sorry. hand rather reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there are parts of it that are, that, are, that are wonderful. I just haven't seen them yet. Um, um, but, you know, I, uh, next year, next year it's, it's, it's uh, Northampton. Northampton. It's gay enough for me. There's not, a lot of, there's not a whole lot of gay running around Springfield. And if there is, I don't want to see it. The mothership, the Yankee Candle mothership, I mean, that's... Is that in Springfield? No. No. Oh. oh. So, oh. No, so yeah, cute. I follow Yankee Candle. <laughs> <laughs> On Twitter. <laughs> but, um, so I had, we had a great time at the, uh, the welcome dinner the other night. Oh, yeah. For those who attended that. <laughs> was, was fantastic. Um, and we didn't, uh, uh, Dustin and I didn't get to the Big E. Um, we it, did! <laughs> <laughs> Does it, is it as scary as it sounds? No, not at all. Because let me tell you a story. My first date, when John and I first met, when we went on our first date, we went to the New Jersey State Fair at the Meadowlands Arena. And 
just imagine John Magi at some place, or, or I for that matter, at places that have pig races. <laughs> but they fry everything. Including the pigs after their race. Yeah. Fry um, them up. But, because uh, that's what was kind of in my head, and I didn't know if it was, if it was quite well, like that. Well, there's, there's that, that fair side where, you know, the world's largest pig, the world's smallest horse. horse. But uh, there's another area where you can go explore all the different states, all the New England states. It was like, you learn a lot. One thing I learned yesterday in Vermont, I didn't know that they are known for flannel panties. <laughs> Do you need to be that warm down there? <laughs> so, go to Vermont in the winter, yeah. So that, that, was, that was interesting. Um, we tried uh, chocolate-covered bacon. There's nothing wrong with that sentence. Uh, it was pretty bad. Two of my most favorite foods in the world, and they put them together, and it was so horrible. It's like a crime against bacon and chocolate. Oh, no, no, no. This end of the table liked it. Yeah. Oh. You guys are weird. We enjoyed it. No, we had, we had a great time. We spent the whole day there yesterday. It was a and beautiful most, day. We stayed in the States area mostly. Yeah. We loved it back there. Oh, I went back to the Kearney area and looked at the Kearney people. <laughs> they were interesting. It was interesting. You were scouring for dates, weren't you? I was. <laughs> What's the date I was of Kearney? For the, the sideshow thing. I like to... The bearded oh, lady. You wanted yeah, to see I the, see the bearded lady. Yeah, it's my Aunt Edith. <laughs> Forgot this is being recorded. Yeah. yeah. There's no edit. That's all right. She doesn't have an iPod. <laughs> it was fun. I enjoyed it. A lot of good food that's bad for you. Yep. That's fried everything, chocolate covered everything. Yeah, Sean drank his way through the park. Yeah, I did. Vermont was the best for beer. Yeah, it was. I like their cheese. Yeah. Yep. And their flannel panties. Yep. <laughs> it was like I turned the corner and I was like, it's 1995. <laughs> <laughs> You have fond memories of 95? Flannel. Uh-huh. <laughs> Did flannel start in 95? No, I'm just saying, like, there was a huge revival in that grunge. Oh, rock, oh, oh okay. okay. She was rocking some Nirvana. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, what, did, what have you enjoyed, Dustin? I have enjoyed meeting everybody. Well, everybody that I could, because there's a lot of you here. Um, this is really my, my first big event like this. Uh, other than Podcast Cruise 3.0, and I'm meeting a lot of cool people. Um, love g- getting to know everybody that organized the event, and uh, everybody that's come up and said hi. Um, you're making this very comfortable for me. I was a little bit nervous and worried of meeting everybody at once, but everybody's so nice, and I'm there just. There are a few nice people in here. There, there's a couple nice people in here. <laughs> um, so it's just been great to meet everybody. That's what I'm taking away from all of this. Is get to put uh, some names to faces and faces to names and meeting everybody that we've seen on the list. So thanks for that. How about you, Sean? Um, I agree with Dustin. It's been really nice meeting everyone. Uh, This is my first event except for Podcast Cruise 3.0 and that wasn't even official. So this is my first Right, he got hired on Podcast Cruise (laughs) 3.0 and this one got hired on the uh, Fantasy Inaugural. So this is my first official event. It's been great. Now everybody's going to want to cruise with us. Yeah, really. <laughs> you know, like, hey! <laughs> you looking for somebody else? How about Miss Kathy? I've enjoyed just, you know, seeing friends that I met up here last year and seeing the sights. I used to live in Massachusetts. I used to date somebody up here in Massachusetts, and I've had fun 
taking Teresa. Were you trolling for Carney's yesterday? Heard Teresa. We're looking for. I've had fun showing Teresa Massachusetts, showing her the, the things that I've enjoyed up here. So we've we've had a good couple of days. Yeah, I saw sugar. Mount Sugarloaf. Mount Sugarloaf. That was cool. It sounds delicious. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Oh, it was like big rock candy mountain, but it was sugarloaf. It was really pretty. We're not in candy. And, but my favorite thing so far, other than meeting all my friends and the same people I love, was the cider donuts. Holy crap. Our cider donuts, right? <laughs> oh my God. Sean and I went to a bag of them yesterday. At least had half a dozen. It was good. Grazing at the Big E. <laughs> now, wait, there's also a supermarket up here called Big E, right? Big, oh, big Y. Oh, Big Y. There's Big E. In East Hampton. Because every time I go to visit my sister, there's like some store called the Big E. So when I heard like we're doing something at the Big E, I'm like, <laughs> we're doing this at the supermarket? <laughs> okay. Group, group grocery it, shopping. Yeah. It's one of the smallest states, I'm sorry, commonwealths, uh, in, the, um, in the country. So everything has to be big, or at least they have to think that. <laughs> The big oh, why? The big complex. Gotcha. <laughs> I don't think Massachusetts has a complex. No, he's saying that everything's called big. <laughs> no, not as much as New Jersey. Not as much. <laughs> no, we have an attitude. <laughs> but um, I think we have a mic set up here. If um, any of you have some comments to make about your favorite part of uh, this weekend, we'd love to hear it. We're going to be calling you up various times during the show, so you might as well Don't be shy. Here comes Matt. Call him up by name, or what? If, you, if someone doesn't come up soon, I'm going to start calling out people. Oh, yeah. Of course you will. Just randomly call out a name. Nicole. <laughs> oh, it's working. Uh, I'm Nicole, and uh, Hi, Nicole. Figment on the boards. I don't post very much. I'm a little bit more of a creeper, but um, we weren't able to come the beginning of this weekend. But so far today, this is like amazing. We were joking about how we're not crazy anymore because we have friends here who we can talk Disney, and they're not like snoring in the background. So, uh, everybody's super awesome, and uh, this is great. And we will be here for the whole weekend next year, absolutely. So. Oh, and Pete. She works for the Apple Store. Oh, yes. I like you better. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole. How about anybody else? Anybody else want to share anything about their, uh, their weekend? Really? I'm not kidding. I'm going to oh, call names. On. I'm looking at one right now. Do it. All right, Chandra. Can I just say? <laughs> Come on up, girl. Up here on, at the table, did you ever think that we would, you know, our love of Disney would take us to places like this. Never. That, you know, I, when I think of like what my life was like before, and now here I am in a room with old friends, new friends. We love Disney, but what wonderful people. I mean. Amen. Amen. All right, well, let me tell you, when we do the Q&A, I better see a line. <laughs> at that but um, overall I will tell you we've had we've had an absolutely wonderful time and again thank you to the organizing committee everybody who worked to put this together we have had a wonderful time and as long as you guys do it we'll keep showing up yep. and we'll keep doing this so thank you thank you thank you again. Val you got something? Yeah I do. <laughs> 
Hey, by the way, she can rock the hell out of a baby. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite things. I just, I wanted to say to you, Pete, thank you. Um, this is your baby. It, you know, and I was, I was talking with Kathy about that earlier. It, it gives me goosebumps. I'm going to do it, Teresa. I'm going to cry. Um, <laughs> Here and I was, th I thought, what a deal, you know. When when I met Jeff at Disney World, I thought, God, these people are nuts, you know. <laughs> they were WDWN and DVCN, and I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> now I do, <laughs> but again, I, I just I wanted to say thank you for all of this. Thank you. All right, and with that, I'm gonna throw it over to Mr. Dustin with the news. I'm doing the news. <laughs> Don't act surprised. <laughs> well, as Pete mentioned before, our first news story is uh, gonna be alcohol to be served at the Magic Kingdom for the first time since opening in 1971, a restaurant at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom will serve alcohol. The new Be Our Guest restaurant in the new Fantasyland will serve beer and wine in the evenings when the restaurant is full service. Uh, obviously this uh, restaurant is based on Beauty and the Beast and um, Mary Beth, oh, you gave me a bad name that I can't pronounce, Mary Beth, Vice President of Food and Beverage and Merchandise for the Walt Disney Company uh, says the focus when creating the menus was storytelling. Every detail is part of the story. Tell that to Walt Disney. <laughs> According to the Disney Parks blog, lunch will resemble a French bistro, but dinner is a more elegant affair with dishes themed to the film. Uh, in keeping with the theme of the film, Stuart McGuire, beverage director, Walt Disney Parks and Resorts. They have a lot of people working. For they got a lot of people trying to talk this up. Yeah. They got a lot of people trying to talk. Okay. Oh, <laughs> they said they wanted to offer wine that enhances the guest experiences. Uh, the wines focus primarily on France's famous wine-growing regions. Cronenberg, uh, 1664, the top French beer will also be served, as well as beers from the neighboring regions of Belgium, uh, Belgium. And the addition of alcohol at a Magic Kingdom restaurant has stirred up quite an internet controversy. When Walt Disney planned his theme parks, he said that he did not want any alcohol sold in the Magic Kingdom so that it would be a place where families could spend time together. When, when I heard this, when I heard this for the first time, the words that came through my, my mind was slippery slope. We're crossing a line here. There are certain things that Walt said when he was alive that I think, uh, you know, th th look, there have been controversies around adding certain characters to Small World out in Disneyland, for example. And there were a lot of people upset about that, and I understood why they were upset, but I also understood you know, Walt said, we're going to keep evolving. It's going to keep, as long as there's imagination left in the world. Um, there's, there's, no, there's no ambiguity to what his feelings were 
about alcohol in the Magic Kingdom. Now, they kind of skirted the issue with Epcot and California Adventure and Hollywood Studios. They skirted it with that, okay. But the, that, was, that was sacred ground, though, the Magic Kingdom. That was sacred ground. I can't for the life of me understand what the process was that they went through where they justified this because, oh, we have to tell, bull crap, you're trying to sell booze to make more money on every check. Don't sit here and put this crap out there from all these people that it's part of storytelling. This has nothing to do with storytelling. This is about running up the food and beverage tab at the restaurant. And you are trampling, you are trampling on one of the great legacies he left behind. Where else can you go? In a place like the Magic Kingdom, with your family, where alcohol isn't part of the scene. I'm not sitting here saying alcohol is bad. People drink, great. But this was one place that was supposed to be free of that. And you're doing it because you're trying to run up the tab. And don't hand me this crap about storytelling because it's bull. It is plain bull. I mean, if they're going with the whole storytelling thing, I mean, look at Tony's Town Square. The, the, that restaurant, they don't have fine Italian wines, you know? It, well, they don't have fine Italian food either. Oh, yeah. but. <laughs> but. <laughs> Let me ask this, you know, okay, so all this, all this is being made about, about serving alcohol. I'm going to tell you, we walk in there and if that food is the same crap they're serving at every other restaurant in the Magic Kingdom, it should be thrown back at them. It should be thrown back at them. I, I just, this to me, what's next? That's all I keep thinking to myself. What is next? Look, I enjoy, I enjoy a glass of wine with my meal. I, Obviously, I love alcohol, but I, I think I think there needs to be there needs to be places that don't have it. I, even even if I go to dinner here, I don't know if I could. I'd still feel weird just drinking a glass of wine, saying I'm in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It, I, I just I don't know. It's just well. Let me ask a question. Uh, by applause, who thinks this is a good idea? Yeah, they're gonna speak up now. <laughs> I love you, honey, but that's no justification to trample on that legacy. This is, these were Walt's words of what he wanted for his park. I think the cast members should be paid a lot more money. It can come from the profits they make every year on these parks. It doesn't need to come from alcohol sales. Not in the Magic Kingdom, I'm sorry. Not in the Magic Kingdom. Who thinks this is a bad idea? Here's my suggestion. Send a letter to the cleaning lady. And tell her, you know what, but this is what happens when you put the cleaning lady in charge of Walt Disney World, okay? You get decisions like this because some, in my opinion, someone's sitting in that chair that doesn't belong there and has no business being there. She was the head of human resources. What the head of human resources has to do with running the greatest entertainment venue in the world is beyond me. And these are the kind of decisions you get stuck with when you put somebody in who's a hand puppet to the guy in Burbank. I'll get a phone call. <laughs> but you know what? Let it be known. 
Don't just post it on the boards. Don't just post it on Facebook. Send them a message. Send them a message with your emails. Send them a message with your pocketbooks. Don't go to the restaurant. Don't go to the restaurant. And if you do go to the restaurant, don't buy the booze. But send them a message. I'm done. <laughs> well, I'm just That's afraid. Stories of my dies. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid the next two stories aren't going to quite live up to yeah, that. Yeah, we'll probably should have saved that one for last. <laughs> yeah. Um, Second news story is Disney Cruise Line takes top honors for the fourth year in a row. Travel and leisure readers voted Disney Cruise Line as the number one large ship cruise line for families. This is the eighth year that Disney has been in the top five for overall large ship cruise lines. Travel and leisure survey for the world's best awards 2012 includes categories such as cabins, food, service, itineraries, and destinations. Activities and value and activities and value. So I can't rant on that. No. no. I mean, <laughs> I guess what, guys? Disney Correct. Cruise Line's number one. I think that's, that's good because I think Disney Cruise Line doesn't get the respect that a lot of other cruise line gets because it's Disney and they think, you know, it's just Mickey Mouse on the ship. It's nice right. when they win awards to show that they really do know what they Well, you know, um, I, I, it reminds me a couple of years ago we did an event with Disney Cruise Line, uh, the Magic in the Mediterranean. We did the Med Cruise, and we were doing live reports from there and everything. And uh, the people from Cruise Critic were on, on the ship. And they were whining and dining them and taking them all over the place. And just Disney Cruise Line PR was falling over these guys. And then five months later, Cruise Critic gives their best cruise ship for families to Royal Caribbean. <laughs> um, which look, Royal Caribbean has a great product and they have great, great stuff for kids. Are you high? <laughs> it can't beat Disney. It can't ever beat Disney. In terms of, I mean, come on. I mean, for families, for kids, you know. So, yeah, I, I, but I'd much rather see, you, if I was Disney, I'd much rather get the award from Travel and Leisure than from Cruise Critics. So. Right. We'll go test out all the Royal Caribbean ships. There you go. <laughs> to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, Royal Caribbean does do a really good job. They have, you know, they've really put some effort into it. Their, their staff is amazing. I'm not taking anything away from them. They're just not better than Disney. No, I agree. You know, so. But I'll still go test them. Go ahead. <laughs> I'll let you. Take one for the team. All right. Our, our final news story is Downtown Disney AMC Theater to offer sensory-friendly movies for guests with autism. The AMC Theater at Downtown Disney is showing sensory friendly showings and we'll have the lights turned up, reduced sound, and the audience members are free to get up and walk around or talk during the movie. These showings have been done in other AMC theaters around the country and have proved to be quite popular. The movies, available, uh, the movies will be available at 10 a.m. And some examples coming up are Finding Nemo, Frankenweenie, Wreck-It Ralph, and Rise of the Guardians starting uh, as early as September 22nd. I think this is awesome. I think this is fantastic. I think, I, I think it's a brilliant idea um, that I, I just, you know, I never I would think, have thought And not of. even just children with autism. I mean, you know, well, right, there are tons of children that don't have autism that have sensory issues. Right, you know? exactly. So, I mean, even, you know, Ferris, we could take him and be okay for him mm -hmm. to be getting up and walking around and doing stuff, and that's... Well, because well, I, 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 I go to the shows because they just, they want to get up. Right, I right. have to imagine, I have to imagine that for parents with special needs kids and especially with autism, going to the movies can be 
a challenge. Over overwhelming, I'm sure, for the child. Um, so I think this is this is fantastic. Mm -hmm. This is fantastic. I think it's a it's a great idea. All right, good. That's it for the news. Thank you, Dustin. We are going to move on to our special Massachusetts edition of Rapid Fire. I'm going to start. The concerned citizens of Mason Square Farmer's Market <laughs> happens September 22nd at 10 a.m. in Springfield, Massachusetts. This is not to be confused with the unconcerned citizens <laughs> of Mason Square and their Farmer's Market. I just had to do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had to do that. Dustin, what do you have? Uh, I have some Sturbridge news for those of you in the Sturbridge area. Okay. Um, Lizzie Borden, the mystery continues. We haven't solved this yet? No, no. Uh, Thursday, October 11th at 7 p.m. at the Town Hall on Main Street in Sturbridge, a one-hour in-depth retelling of the famous double homicide. Ooh, fun. Extensive research utilizing archival materials, period newspapers, and period uh, photographs have been done to create an entertaining, fascinating, and informative presentation about America's favorite whodunit. So if you're in the Sturbridge area, October 11th at 7 p.m., go to the town hall and you can learn a little bit more about Lizzie Borden. Have fun. Corey, what do you have? I just want to say I don't like doing these rapid fires like this because it's now we're talking about events that we can't go to. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like when y'all listen to us and we talk about an event. Payback something that you can't go to. So we followed us with the Cape Cod Brew Fest that I will not be able to go to. <laughs> Happening September 29th in East Falmouth. There's going to be 30 breweries, over 60 styles of beer to sample from, and you know this is this is awesome. I lived here. Okay, what you emailed me was well pumps and punchlines. No, that's but I, me. I thought okay, I thought it said pimps and punchlines. <laughs> Okay. Now he's getting us confused. We don't look alike. <laughs> I can't tell you, I like doing these live shows because this is the only time we get to be at the show together. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. podcast crews, this, 4.0. Anybody wants to babysit our kids for podcasts? Soon enough, right? <laughs> so, yeah, check this out. Go to uh, CapeCodBrewFest.com for information. And they also have a designated driver ticket, it's a lot oh. cheaper. <laughs> Only $50. All right, thank you, Corey. Ms. Therese oh, Ackles. Have, oh, sorry. I'm going, I'm, oh, I'm going back and forth. <laughs> I'm changing me? it up. I'm ready for you, Teresa. Okay. Can y'all hear me? As ready as I can be. Okay, um, Chandler's Restaurant at Yankee Candle Village is having a witch's ball on Halloween night. Dress in your best Halloween, 4 and 5.30 p.m., $10 kids, $16 adults, pumpkin decorating, Get to see crawly creatures up close, some you can even touch, provided by teaching creatures. And a Halloween buffet of oozing zombie zits, Ew. lumberjack fingers, shredded mummy guts, vampire eyeballs, grilled body parts, cat bark cookies, and and dirt. It sounds like stuff my mother used to cook. She will admit, she will admit to you that for most of my life, she was a terrible cook. She didn't, because she hated it. She, hate, she had to do it. She was raising six kids. She had it. She hated it. 
only when we all grew up and moved out of the house was she like, oh, I really kind of like this. I'm like, thanks for figuring that out when I was 30. Now she's great. Now she cooks amazing. But I have the only Italian mother that hated to cook. So she'll admit it. She'll admit it. But she doesn't listen to the show, so don't say anything to her. I also want to say, um, Chandler's, there's all kinds of uh, events going on there. There's the mini chefs in the making, fancy Nancy luncheons, princess dinners. It goes on all the time. And we saw, we were up there yesterday, we saw the fancy Nancy little girls with their boas coming out after the tea party. So. I thought those were drag queens. <laughs> Children's drag queens, yes. But I thought it was cool. A lot of fun. You know. It's 2012. It's 2012, that's right. And you're in Massachusetts. They can get married here. Not the kids, but... Okay. <laughs> right, thank you, Teresa. Julie. Now is it my turn? Now it's your turn, dear. We all know what it's about. Yeah, thanks for ruining it. <laughs> but I have two. Um, and I chose something in Springfield. See, I told you it moved. Go ahead. Pumps and Punchlines female comedy show. It's going to be November 16th um, at the Symphony Hall. And it says, grab your girlfriends and put on your pumps. Strut over for a night of hilarious comedy. Okay. This is going to feature Rachel, okay, Feinstein or Feinstein, Aaron Foley, Aaron Jackson, and Renee Godier. And it's sure to be fun. Gossip wow. men, sex, family, and friends. No topic is off limits. $30 admission. It's from 8 to 10. And then I also thought I would go artsy. And the Nantucket Arts Festival is coming up um, starting September 28th through October 7th. Yeah. <laughs> and it will be in Nantucket. It's a week-long celebration of the cultural arts on Nantucket. I think that sounds like a lot of fun. Awesome. Thank you very much. So Men in Shoes? What was, that? was that the last? Yes, dear. It was Men in Shoes. Yes. Kathy. I have. Uh, Teresa and I have done the sort of local eating tour also, but um, I, along with Pete, have supported the local economy by going to Yankee Candle. And then I went up to Kringle Candle because I had heard great things about that place, and you know, it was the father and the son that used to own Yankee that now owns Kringle. Um, they had a special candle up there, apple cider donuts, that was inspired from this market that Teresa and I went to yesterday and Sean to Atkins Farm Country Market. Oh, you've all been there? Really? But the market was awesome. I, I don't know if it's because we're produce deprived in Florida because our produce pretty much sucks. But the um, when we walked into this farmer's market, Sean had this head of cabbage that was huge. Um, we picked up pumpkins. We got Indian corn. How are we going to get You bought a head yeah, of cabbage. Apple cider. Oh, there's a picture there. But the donuts. The, we were out in the car. We were just. Oh. Are you going to tell more stories? No, I'm not going to tell them. <laughs> oh, I want the story now. Do you want the story? Okay, so I'm sitting there eating my donut, and we're all quiet, and I say, this is better than good sex. <laughs> and Kathy said, <laughs> Kathy thought I said, groups. <laughs> I don't know if it was better than that, but it was better than good sex. <laughs> it was so good, though. Oh my God. Okay, the visual I have in my mind right now. Well, it was like the two of us, Katie and Sean. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't add to the visual. Oh, the 
the next silent auction item is. Yeah, really. <laughs> so if you haven't gone, go to Atkins, get the donuts, buy you. They actually, because I thought I had gotten the candle when I was up at Kringle, they actually sell the candle at Atkins. So if you want to have your house smell like donuts year round, buy the candle. And they have them at the Big E too in the, the yes. Massachusetts building thing. Okay. We had them there too, so we were. Or the big O. The big O? Never mind. Where's <laughs> 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 oh, Sean? Is he okay? Where's <laughs> yeah. Sean's gonna have a stroke? <laughs> so, Sean, I guess yours has something to do with uh, group sex with Kathy. <laughs> it does, actually. Uh, no, cabbage. No, no. no sex or cabbage. Uh, <laughs> while we were here, we were able to try some uh, local beers, and uh, my oh, favorite so far. Starts. Yeah, it was the beer. My favorite so far was the Berkshire Brewing Company, and uh, we actually found out that it was right across the street from Yankee Candle in Deerfield. And so I wasn't able to go, but every Saturday they do a tour at 1 p.m. So uh, if I was here, I would love to do it. And uh, the, I heard the guys are great. It's Chris and Gary, and uh, they have so many different beers and. Uh, we actually had it here at the, hotel, or at the hotel in Springfield and then actually at Chandler's too, so. Yeah. It was oh, great. Have you all been to the Deerfield Academy? There's such preppy little kids walking around. <laughs> <laughs> the cutest little... We, we drove through historic we drove Deerfield. Deerfield. Well, my, my, my brother-in-law uh, is a teacher at Williston, Northampton. And so we always see the little prepsters. Well, my, my, my niece and nephew were little prepsters in that school. So. <laughs> and we rode through the cornfield because Teresa. Oh my gosh, there's this woman. Those were the future yeah, prepsters. I love the clutch oh. pearls. <laughs> there was this woman. She looked kind of Amish-like. She had this no, hat. This is from a distance. I said, I gotta drive by her. So I she said, Kathy, drive, drive. Go up past her because I have to look her in the eyes. <laughs> The, the exact really I need to look her directly in the eye. But she had glasses on, and she wasn't Amish. So I'm <laughs> and this was a very emotional moment. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kathy got lost in the court. And, <laughs> <coughs> and we got out there. <laughs> in the middle of the court, there was this guy. Did you encounter a child in the court? <laughs> She probably really does have a diary. That's what's even funnier. <laughs> All right, that is going to do it for Rapid Fire. We are going to take a 10-minute break and come back with questions and answers. So be thinking about the questions you have for us, the team. Teresa's stalking of the Amish in the cornfield. <laughs> we'll be back in 10 minutes. And we'll get started as soon as some people line up at the microphone. Jack's going to start us off. How are you, Jack? Um, can you hear me? Yep. Uh, what are your least favorite things in the Magic Kingdom and why? Did <laughs> <laughs> you hear his rant? <laughs> Other than the fact that alcohol is being served. Least, least favorite thing in the Magic Kingdom oh. and why? The spitting camel. <laughs> <laughs> that thing is so annoying. I get spit on every time. Well, I know mine, and I think most of you will agree. Stitch's Great Escape. Yeah. Oh. And, and some, some people will disagree, but that's because they never went on Alien Encounter. Yeah. 
I think both. Mine's not yeah. an attraction. It's uh, the Scrims on Main Street. Oh. What is this? The Scrims on Main Street. When they're, when they're doing work. When they're having doing a oh, store. Yeah. You walk down Main Street and you see this big old block of fake facade. Yeah. I don't know. That's my least favorite. But well, you have to look at them and think of the, the person that created them. Uh, yes, I, I know. At. Yes. We will find I still the hate them. Factory. Well, they're, they're going to do the work anyway, so <laughs> at least they make it pretty. You know? Gosh. Well, my current least favorite thing in the Magic Kingdom are people that use their iPads as cameras. Oh. <laughs> okay. It is so funny. Here's a visual. I know it's a radio show. Stop it. <laughs> you look idiotic walking around taking a picture with an iPad. Um, other people in the Magic Kingdom annoy me. Let's <laughs> just have the park to myself. Um, I don't know. You know, I, I, the Magic Kingdom really is my favorite park. And especially this past week, like Dustin mentioned, we did our review of the Polly and um, did it from a whole different perspective this time. Um, a friend of mine had pointed out a couple of months ago that. Uh, you know, for as much as he loves us and he loves the show, we're really kind of out of touch with what the experience is when you guys go on vacation. And at first when he said it, I was a little offended. But then I realized he was right. We are. So we started with this, approaching the hotel reviews now from the standpoint of what would a vacation experience right. be. And so we stayed for a week. And we planned the way... And I haven't done this. I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't done this in, oh, God, 12 years? 11, 12 years? Really? Like, plan a trip to Disney World. Now, stop and think about that. Think of what I do for a living. And I haven't done that in 12 years. And we did it this, and I have to tell you something. I have to tell you something. It was one of the most wonderful experiences I have had in a very, very long time. I didn't think it was possible for me to feel like I was on vacation at Disney World. Getting a hop on that monorail and go into the Magic Kingdom. Spend the day in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, we were working, but we were having a great time. Videotaping like crazy. We shot more video. We were more productive yeah. in that week than I think we've ever been on a content trip. And so I, I, there's very little about the Magic Kingdom, especially at this particular moment, that I don't, I don't love. And... Uh, so yeah, that's where I'm at. Yeah. I know what I don't like. The walk up hill to the monorail when the day's over. <laughs> I need a moving sidewalk. Yeah. Oh Lord, woman, you'll do anything to not walk. Well, I just, I just don't like getting, leaving the park. You know, I, I'm just, it's a sad walk, right? We'll put you on roller skates and push you. Push me up. <laughs> All right. Anybody else? Sean? Definite, definitely Stitch's Great Escape. I hate that. <laughs> He's so old and I feel like I'm super loud. I don't know. Poor David's deaf now. All right. Kathy, you have anything least favorite? No, I, I don't think I do. I, there's certain attractions I don't go on all the time. I love it all. Okay. All right. Thank you. Hi, I'm Liz. Hi, Liz. Liz. Um, it's like an so AA meeting. Hello. 
my first food and wine festival in two weeks, and I'm oh. really excited. Um, besides getting the um, wristband with the <laughs> gift card on it, right. what is your best tip to go and have just a great time and not worry about the crowds and stuff? What's what's the number one tip? You would Avoid the weekend. Been? Be patient. Yep. Yeah, just take your time. Yeah. yeah. Get the passport book too. Make, it makes make it a fun. game out of it. Go check, check off things that you've done, and maybe you but go they, back the next day. And like fill in the blanks. You can. They get stamps in the countries. They, you know. So you're like, oh look, I was there. I was here. I had this. I have that. Keep track of what you liked, what you didn't like. Also, I, I would say um, challenge yourself on foods you may not normally eat. Yeah. Be adventurous. Because you really are getting to experience food from you know variety of different cultures. So something may not look appetizing on the menu. Um, so if somebody sends an email about what they're scared to eat, that means you'll... No, 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 no. But hold, hold on a second, hold on a second. We did as part of... As, okay, listen to this. Listen to this. And I did it sober. And I'll explain that in a second. Um, we had to do... Corey had asked Dustin and I to do something at... Um, um, Tuto Italian. Yeah. And you're going to see that, you're going to see the results of that in a couple of weeks. But um, as part of it, we you know, ordered some different dishes, and, and one of the dishes that came had clams and mussels and calamari, and I tried them all. Good deal. Now, because I'm saying, you know what, let's start, and I have to tell you, I have to tell you. See, the thing is, is that like, I, I don't like that fishy taste. I don't like the fishy taste. And, and so if something's like really fishy and smelly and nasty, okay. Um, I, I can't, I can't eat. This was so flavorful, it was so good. There was nothing fishy or nasty about it. All right, the mussels were like a little bit like eating phlegm, but. Um, <laughs> But, it, you know, it was, but this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to say, okay, you know what? So I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what I'll do at Food and Wine Festival, and we're going to be videotaping it. So if you want video of this, we'll put video of this up. I will eat snails in France. They're great. Never done it. Never done it. So you challenge me. There you go. But that is a good tip. Food and Wine Festival is a perfect spot to try new things because you're not spending a ton of money on it. It's just samples. You hate it, you lost $4, $5, that's it. Any other tips for one? Just go hungry. Yep. Go hungry and, and don't go on a weekend. So you wouldn't you wouldn't plan any dieting plans at all for that day then? Oh you God, no. Just, no. 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 What's no. a diet? None. Just eat little bits as you walk dining in. Oh, dining plan. Oh, okay. You, no, I mean, no, we're not on dining plan. No diet. You know, keep, no keep diet. in mind, keep in mind no that you're looking, at, you're looking at, what, about 20 some odd kiosks yeah. Yeah. Uh, around World Showcase. So there's... First of all, I mean, you'd have to be Herculean to eat at every one of them, or drink at every one of them, although I did that once. Or be Corey. Or be Corey, yeah. Um, but, I'm gonna try. yeah, no, you don't, yeah, be starving when you go. Okay. Be starving when you go. Thank but, you. Thank you. Thanks. Hi again. Hi. Hello again. Uh, the other half of our trip is for Epcot's 30th anniversary, and I wanted to hear you guys' opinion on the kind of lack of real anything except for things that cost a lot of great extra money from D23 for the 30th anniversary. Um, and if you've heard anything that might be going on or what you would think might happen. I think it was the, was it the 25th anniversary that 
young, a young guy in Orlando shamed them, yeah. basically, by organizing his own event. Shy of that happening, you know, Epcot is that forgotten park a lot of times with that stuff, and I don't understand it. I don't understand it, because Ep- I love Epcot. Mm-hmm. A lot of people love Epcot. And I, I don't get why, yeah, that, that D23 thing is just another example of why that is just a bunch of crap. Um, I, I just, it drives me insane that you have to spend that kind of money to uh, celebrate the anniversary. Um, there should be something going on. I don't know that there is, though. I haven't heard anything. There Has anybody heard anything? anything been announced so far? Well, you figure you know, it's in a couple Maybe of weeks. Have, might, yeah. They might want to get around to it if they're going to announce it. Well, but they did that last time, and then they pulled an event together. But I'm the type of person that just being in the park on the anniversary of the park opening to me is like good enough. If they put somebody up on the stage and, from Disney and said, hey, today's the 30th anniversary, I'd be happy. You know, I but I think, I, I think, you know, from a company that, that comes up with so many great ideas and so many great events and so many different ways to celebrate its history and its legacy, well, that's true, too. they could have done something. You know, do you know? Throw us a bone. But I, as far as I know, it's only the D23 event is really all that's. You know, what was the event they had where they added an extra, an extra layer to Illuminations? They did an extra fireworks show. Um, was that for the 25th? I'm not sure. I don't remember. They also had Marty Scalar talked at the 25th, and they had um, water from the different countries that they poured into. Right. Right. But I guess unless somebody's going to shame them into doing it, they're not going to. So, but. Hi, everybody. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm short here. I got to do the microphone. Um, recently, we took our first trip to Disneyland. Thank you, Pete, and everybody for the advice. The one thing I noticed in Disneyland that's very different than Disney World is the variety of the food. Yes. yes. You didn't have your chicken nuggets and hamburger everywhere. Awesome. Where, what would you think it would take for Disney World to do the same thing, to bring that back to Florida instead of just in California? Well, a miracle. <laughs> well, I think you know. I think guess you know guess demand. You know they use that word a lot. Do it a guess demand. Uh-huh. If people start asking for it, but I have to say something. We um, right before the Halloween party uh, last week. We stopped at Cosmic Rays and got, what was it, a tuna wrap or a turkey wrap? No, it's a, it's a turkey sandwich. Turkey sandwich. Yeah. It was delicious. I mean, it was absolutely delicious. It was fresh. It was nine bucks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, wow, this is, you know, it was something uh, other than, you know, the usual garbage. Um, but I think, you know, something you have to remember is Disneyland and Disney World, even though they're part of the same company, they are really run as two entirely separate entities and two different audiences. You have a a majority tourist audience in Disney World where you have a majority local audience in Disneyland and I think they have to, they're they're catering to those tastes. California, um, obviously this is, you know, not everybody, but generally speaking, um, it's it's a bit more diverse, it's a bit more uh, they can be a bit more targeted with the foods they offer. In Disney World, they've got to, st- in, in some ways, they have to stick to that, you know, that real kind of wide, that wide audience that you, you got you to find the lowest common denominator and feed them that. And that's a shame. But 
I think that I, I, I don't think I think that's what's going to determine it. I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, personally. Sure. Something struck me earlier when you were talking about how you remarked how Walt said Disney World is constantly evolving, constantly changing. And I'm going to be honest with you, you guys have too. I can only guess what you have in store for us next because you change things up all the time. Any hints on what's coming up that you may be surprising us with? <laughs> to throw out a surprise. <laughs> Do tell. Uh, Dustin's got a very <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm being spoken to. <laughs> yes, we ha I, I, can't, I can't say. Okay. I can't say. What I can tell you is this, that um, uh, Dustin brought an enormous amount of fan passion to the show when, when he joined us. A huge fan of the show. It really drives me insane that he can quote chapter and verse from just about every episode we've done. I'll say something and he'll turn and say, well, you know, in this show you said that, I'm like, shut up. <laughs> um, and he's, he's come, he's, he's, come he, he's come with a lot of ideas and uh, has really, uh, I, you know, he really has been a phenomenal addition to the team and a lot of what you're gonna see coming up in the next six months um, will be uh, will be stuff that he has pioneered and championed for us. And you'll enjoy it. And you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. We look forward to it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, Pete. Hi. Hello. Um, I had a question. I want to be like a writer when I grow up. And I have like a sports blog that I write about. And I was wondering if you had any tips about how to like become a better writer, I guess. I'm a better writer. Well, you're asking the best. He's a very good writer. Well, thank you. That's very nice. Um, you know, I, I, I can. I can be a, a good writer, but I have to be, I have to be moved. Um, so my answer to you would be write what you're passionate about. Write what you feel in your heart. Don't write what you think people want to read. Um, I think a lot of bloggers, a lot, especially a lot of bloggers, they write what they think will be popular and not necessarily what they believe. And sometimes when you do that, uh, people will come after you and people will disagree with you and that's okay. Um, but just be honest, follow your passion and write that. Write what gets you excited, write what you love, write what you hate. Um, God knows I've built a, bit, I've built a career on that. Um, <laughs> But, um, you know, I find the best writing is the stuff that I can connect to emotionally. So when someone's being honest about what they think and what their opinion is, and it's not coming from a place of, I just want to be popular, so I'm going to write what I think people want to see. When it's really coming, that's what I connect with. And I think a lot of people mm -hmm. uh, ultimately connect with that. It's amazing. The truth is so rare that when it's seen, it's loved whether it's good or bad. So just stay true. What's your sports blog? You can plug it if you want. If you don't, you don't have to. kprosocks13.wordpress.com OK, we're going to write that down. We're going to put that in the show notes page. All right? Good luck to you. Hello, Norm. Hey, Norm. Um, Norm. Norm. Hey. <laughs> Love it. Love the rants. Thank you. 
don't really have a question for you. I love the crying. Thank you. <laughs> coming from coming from a longtime listener, so I kind of kindred here yeah. about, about knowing all the back episodes. We just want to make a statement. We really enjoy you here, but know that we do miss Bob. He's in our hearts up here in New England. Yeah. Thank you. And he's from us. So. Thank you for that. Thank you for remembering him. And I don't know. You know, I, I don't know how many of you had the distinct pleasure of having met Bob. I thought I'd get through this one. Um, thanks. <laughs> um, but it's impossible to be up here and do something like this without thinking about um, thinking about him. And Hear a lot of Bob accents around here. <laughs> how much he would have, um, how much he would have loved this in particular. What I'm looking at right now, how much he would have loved this. Yep. And uh, Victoria. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, events, uh, any of the events we do, any of the stuff we do, we always, there's always that thought, especially some of the projects we're working on right now, that Bob would have just gone yeah. insane. Here. He would have been our little chauffeur. He would, chauffeur, he would have been taking us everywhere. <laughs> Showing us this and that, you gotta eat this, you gotta try this, you gotta drink this, you gotta do that. We would have been like, Bob, oh my gosh, it's not all right. <laughs> Oh, anyone else? Any, anything else for us? Uh, I can't think of a better note uh, to end this show on. And it has, been, it has been a real pleasure for us to come up here. Oh, we have a, t that's right, we have a, a total. Holy crap. <laughs> Do we need a drum roll for this? Did you? Hold on. Wow. I think it's going to be a little higher than this. I've got to talk to you. But the total raise so far by this amazing event for Give Kids the World, That's a good note to end on, too. Wow. <laughs> that is a great note to end on, and to say thank you again to our hosts and the, the, the planning committee, everyone who showed up. This has been an amazing weekend for all of us, and I just want to thank all of you for your support of Give Kids the World, your support of us. It really, truly does mean the world to us. Thanks very much, and that will do it for this edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, and remember, Stay out of the damn lake.